in the studio, 20 minutes of love so far. We're gonna go for 25.
Yeah, right now, so we're going to take a vibe a little bit because we're not sure what's going on here. We got a, there's usually a, a, a show that comes on after this. Maybe we can have an intermission and then who knows what'll happen. You might even have a guest appearance by yours truly, or maybe we'll just we'll do a rap. We'll see what happens. We've got to talk to these guys. Hey, great set, you guys. It was good. Why don't you take five right now because we're not sure about the next show. And like, if we have another hour to play with, maybe you guys can do another set, which would be nice for you too. So, what? I'm going to play piano for a minute too. I'm going to have an interlude. What? Oh, yeah, I'll play the real red one just for you, baby. Hey, so we're going to get another song. You guys take five. That was, that was a good long. We got about 30 minutes right there, 25. I was just kidding. I think one of those, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and talk to these guys about what's going on. And we're going to, like, we'll see if we can get another set in here or, or do something fun for you guys, entertaining you on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, okay, wait. I just had that thing. What did I just do? Okay. I'm going to get you guys a song up here. Got a song up there. A song up somewhere. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. This is uh, Roxy Roller Radio Show in OT. Uh, you know it's cool because you know we got a little bit of song here. It's how we want to give you guys some. Uh, uh, so we're gonna talk to these guys about what's next. Uh, what's going on with their band? Maybe they can come in here and do a little quick interview. Uh, and we're gonna see what's gonna go on for the rest of the show. I'm gonna get you guys some music right now. Cause that's just how I roll. Oh, you guys, this is a song that I think uh, Matt Tognetti might remember, and I know that Nancy was around for this song. I don't know if she uh, she necessarily remembers the song, but we're gonna make it happen.
we'll get it. Hey, this one's called, uh, that was by Lee Michaels. What are we doing? No, we're not going to play the same song, are we? You know what? Because that guy had... We were, you know, somebody was, he was cheating. So as soon as out, he saw, you know, his best friend Bobby's uh, girlfriend out with somebody else. So you say, no, that's not cool, right? But then you say, I'm not going to be a snitch or I'm going to let two adults fuck behind somebody's back and not say anything. This is a dilemma that I've dealt with. You know, sometimes I see, I've seen couples cheating on each other, right? No, sh- slow down. What, what do you say, Matt? Why don't you say it on the... I wouldn't fight. Hey, you know what? That's like a shitty thing to say either way. So, uh, like, when you steal somebody's girl, I'd rather you steal their money than their woman. You know, you know what? I gotta say this: if you can't keep your woman, then you deserve to lose her. You know what? Because it's like every woman is, you know, you know, they she'll be flattered by some other people saying they're attractive. It's always nice to be told you're sexy or you want you're fuckable, right? Hey, you know what? It's like this. I'm, look, I'm Freddie Mercury. Remember this stuff? We, uh, he, always, he always had this mic stand without the rest of it. You know, this, this was one of his props. You remember? I can see a manager go, uh, going through a fucking party I don't even know what you're trying to say. Like, uh, what are you saying? I would, I would fuck somebody else. What are you trying to say? You want, grab that mic that's off there. You can, you can talk. If you want to talk into a mic, grab a mic and stop talking in the air, on the air, without being on a mic. That's retarded. So we're talking with Matt Tognetti of the, of the, of the, uh, of the green Tognettis. And, uh... Are you on? Let's see which one it is. Hey. That's you, three. Okay, cool. I don't know if we're still on out in there in the main studio, but anybody wants to come down and watch the Black Nancy's number over here is 415-550-0511. We're still on the contest. Nobody's actually wanted a, a dream date with Kelly Gordon, but we're going to see if they do. Shit. We're saying Dr. Pepper or 7-Up. Could you last? Could you last a pound? Uh, could you last? Could you last a pussy pounding by Kelly Gordon? I don't think so. With a doctor. With a doctor. Doctor Love right here, Rock to Roller, and the Roxy Roller Orchestra here, which is the Matt Tognetti Orchestra. Um, you know, so tell me, uh, what, what, what do you guys see in your future? What's your What's your plans? What's your plan of action? You know, um, since wow, and all that and more. Hey, you know, that. I've, you know, I've been used to playing with people like you most of my life, or whatever. I mean, Kelly, Nancy, you—they're not the—they're uh, not—they're not so prolific about what they do in uh, music bands. But it doesn't they're, need they're to very, be. Very, it doesn't need talented. to be. You don't need to. Have, you don't need to have a, a like a, a like a career-minded thing. I love them but too. you have to have like. I don't, I don't think there's necessarily need a career-minded uh, goals, but I think it helps to have creative goals. Which also goes to show you can't. So you guys are just recording you every can't time judge you judge a book by its cover. Are those all new songs, or did you write them away a ways back? Um, yeah, a little bit then, but uh, more more stuff. More now. recent stuff. It sounds a little more punk, like Roxy Roller influenced. I got to be honest with you. You know, you guys try like uh, you know, like a little edgier than maybe either one of you guys really did. Like, because Kelly's kind of like a, a Frusciante kind of disciple. You know, from uh, from. He doesn't really sound like him. That he much. sounds so much like the guy from Chili Peppers. He really does. He does it, uh, one of the best imitations of him I've heard. And that's a compliment. I'm a I'm a fan of John Frusciante. I've seen him live with the guy from Noi. You remember? There's a German like industrial band yeah, called Noi. I don't remember Frusciante doing a, a lot a lot of uh, wild bands and uh, crazy. He was really just he was a, like a stud, you know. In the early days, just playing funk, replacing Hillel Slovak, of course, you know. You know, Kelly Frusciante. He likes the uh, the lighter touch stuff. Well, these days, he's more of a pop guy, like Beach Boys. He but became Kelly, a beachy. Kelly knows. Kelly knows how to play. I mean, you're kind of like you're kind of like downplaying. He knows how to play. He's like a Stoner Steve quality. Without the stick up his ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but see, you get the. I love Steve. Steve's lo- Steve's looser than Kelly in some ways, but Kelly's like he'll tell jokes about like pedo- pedophiles and stuff. So like that's like you know like that's not Kelly funny. Kelly hasn't studied his in depth. That's not that. funny, but yeah, he's yeah. just as good. He, he's got the same licks. 
Well, no, I think that Steve was a consummate pro. Um, he knows guitars like inside and out because he built. He can build one. You know, he's a he's a luthier. You say Steve uh, wanted to sound like what's his face from UFO. Um, no, he, Michael forget. Shanker. Yeah, he's a big Shanker. He looks like Shanker. Yeah, a little bit, but without this, the sexy moves. You know, like me and Steve have the exact same birthday. You know that September tenth. These guitar players. Well, you know, we have, me and Steve were born the exact same day, same year. That's right. Yeah, so that's like, for me, that's how, what are the chances of arc? Like, another, I was talking about like astrology and grand design of stuff. Like, like I know you don't believe, you believe in the Chinese astrology, of course. You guys you know. are my older brothers. Well, in some weird, we are older. Yeah, Tainé's like 100 years old, so we're 102. Sorry. No, but, uh, but all you guys are, are young. What I'm trying to say about... All you guys are young. And, and check out, what are the chances of like a three-piece on September 10th out of San Jose? There's also Cameron Landers, who's in... Uh, yeah, he's September 10th, too, so there could have been a band, like a me, that, Steve, and Cameron. A man that followed... I think he followed... I think you're not Dr. really Dr. getting... Brown. Dr. Brown in the isolation. When's your birthday, Tognetti? November 16th, 1973. Have you ever met anybody with the same birthday? Yes. Did you want to fuck him? No. Okay, good. Uh, was it a boy or girl? It's a, it's a male. Okay, but if it was a girl, you would have wanted to fuck cool him. He's a cool dude. Yeah, okay, cool. Did you want to have a band with him? No, he didn't play a musical instrument. Wow, I'm feeling my fucking coffee dropping out here. Oh, God. I play a musical instrument. <laughs> with all your adrenaline rush yeah, that you guys yeah. got. That felt good to play it, huh? It felt good. Was it tasty? Yeah. See, but this is like a story building. You know, Marcus the Anarchist, who's like the king of the pirate punks, his dad, mom, or father was born in this building upstairs. Oh, wow. So, like, when he came here, like, I heard it was like a huge honor that he left his compound and came here to meet the, the Don of San Francisco. Like, we kind of met. He brought me gifts from his, uh, you know, his uh, pirate punks records. They had, he had it going and he lost his the, the, uh, hazmat. Have you ever been there? No. Hazmat was this legendary punk, like, kind of a. Warehouse that they all lived there, and it was like this the headquarters of pirate punks. It you know was be cool. It was in if, Oakland. Is if, if, if uh, people that are into the goth uh, youth culture uh, didn't listen to such shitty music? Uh, imagine, ima- imagine. I don't even know what shows. that means. Imagine because uh, they look cool and everything, but they listen to shit ass fucking music. You know, you're not getting any fans this <laughs> way, Matt. You know, when you try to put down half of my demographic, they, you know, what they say to you next. They say they're gonna call you guys. Why don't you put, put on some specimen? Why don't you could be the white Nancys? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That's what you want to hear. I can kiss, do that. Kiss, bang, bang. I kind of song request. That's one of my favorite songs. You know. Yeah. That's like one, one, one of mine too. You know, specimen were like kind of like a very visual band, but they also, you know what? It's like. Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Do you know any other songs by them? No. Uh-huh. You ever heard uh, Sex Game Children? Oh, you know, whatever you do, don't Maybe. Google sex game children. You know, they're a band, but if you Google them, it gets real ugly. You see things what you don't want to see. Yeah, you ever heard of a band called ADS from uh, ADS? Yeah, they're. Really I think I have. Yes, I'm, I'm kind of knowledgeable and not, but still re-educating myself like on a lot of, of stuff I forgot I about. You know, because like even you think you know Killing Joke, but I, like how many other songs can you I'm name? Not- None. Not, not very many. But you're not just milk. You, you guys were more garage. Land of milk and honey. That's that's true. How about some Lou Reed? You want to hear that? What should we hear? Oh, you want to hear specimen. specimen? Yeah, why not? How about love? You like Arthur Lee and love? Oh, one of my favorites. So why don't I play that for you, baby? Because uh, you probably like that more than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, right? Uh, can, I, can I make a request then? No. Oh no, but it's cool. But see, I just I just overrode your request but, and, said, and said we're gonna go with oh, the love. I can't make a request. Oh, you can play it afterwards. I want to play. I want to play love for a second. I want to hear Stephanie. That's how cool that is. It's soothing. Oh, it's like kind of like one. when you get in a hot bubble bath. Your hand kind of cascades down your body towards the, uh, towards the... Damned has towards, covered this song? Towards the machine. The next thing you know, you're buttering your bread underwater. Buttering that bread underwater. I won't forget. It's cool. Good choice, right? All the times I've waited patiently. 
See, this is for you, baby. That was a good choice. I, you like it. One of his favorites. Hey, we're going to go to Specimen after this. We'll, see. we'll have like a quick like uh, encore set from the uh, Black Nancy's coming up after this. in love you gotta love that shit right if you don't you don't love love and that's like that's a dumb idea you know and all you haters out there can fucking suck my dick in fact you can't suck my dick because you hate things so bad that i'm not going to give you that that uh that uh, just that earthly delight suck, suck matt's dick though because you know because uh, he because he gets to suck less than i might get mine so you know we want to give we're an equal opportunity of, uh, of employee here any kind who wants to hear this one? You guys want to fucking get your fucking metal up your ass, okay? Here we go. This is one of my favorite songs. One of the early show. I used to play this all the time. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I want, I want PCO action. Uh-huh. Wow. I'm going to just go ahead and do karaoke here. I want you, I need you, 
need you to be my two nights You need me, you feed me Fill me up, gonna throw you away Your fire, desire <laughs> Alright, so that's Molly Crew, dig it, that was cool for a little bit Oh yeah, you're feeding now. I'm on a date to you. Oh, I can't resist. Get a piece of your action. Uh -huh. All right, we'll be back up to this. Rossi was a great band, weren't they? Hey, you know what? Luca Roxy, yeah. He really wasn't. Now, you could say that if you want, but he was an honorable man. He wanted him to have a manly child, a masculine child. All right, Matt, you know, you're not on the air, so stop talking, dude. If you're on the air, like, get on a microphone or shut the fuck up, okay? We're talking with Matt Tognetti uh, when he talks on a microphone, but we're going to go to the next song. You know, this is one of those songs that, you know, it means a lot to me, and it should mean to all to the glam rockers from the original generation. That, that's where I'm going with it. If you don't like this song, fuck you. I'm throwing down the gauntlet right now. Don't want to stay alive when you're 25 And when you're stealing clothes from moms and sparks And Freddy's got spots from ripping up the stars From his face, funky little boat 
That's it. Matt Chagnetti hates this song, so we're not going to play it. He likes, uh, he likes all the wrong people. All right, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm stopping it. Because you know what? He thinks he's cooler than fucking Ian Hunter. Matt Chagnetti is now cooler than Ian Hunter. Somehow, some way. Name one song you wrote, Matt, that's cooler than the song. None. Okay, you know what? This is where we're going. All right, no, no, you, you, push my, you push my hand. You know what? So this is what I'm going to play before you guys go, and I want you guys to follow this and prove that you got the shit going on, okay? <laughs> right about now, with WA quarters in full effect, Judge Dre resigning. Top this in bitch. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys all, MC Brand, Ice Cube, and Easy motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back cause I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one. For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell. Fucking with me cause I'm a teenager. With a little bit of gold and a pager. Searching my car, looking for the product. Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. You'd rather see me in the pen than me and Lorenzo rolling in a benzo. Police out of shape and when I finish, bring the yellow tape to take off the scene of the slaughter. Still getting swallowed of bread and water. I don't know if they fags or what. Such a nigga down and grabbing his nuts. And on the other hand, without a gun, it can't get none. But don't let it be a black and a white one. Cause they'll slam you down to the street top. Black police showing out for the white cop. Ice Cube will swarm on any motherfucker in a blue uniform. about this fucked up incident. Fuck the police and Red said it with authority because the niggas on the street is a majority of gang. It's with whoever I'm stepping and a motherfucking weapon is kept in a stash spot for the so-called law wishing Red was a nigga that they never saw. Lights start flashing behind me but they're scared of a nigga so they mace me to blind me. But that shit don't work, I just laugh because it gives them a hint not to step in my path for police. I'm saying fuck you punk. Rights and shit, it's all junk. Pulling out a silly club, so you stand with a big ass badge and a gun in your hand. But take off the gun so you can see what's up. Nice play, Josh. Uh, the Black Nancy's up next. Oh, my God. 
didn't make me do it, but I, the devil did. Uh, so we had the Black Nancy's in here. We're a little bit in Roxy Roller Radio OT here on a beautiful Saturday evening in Deep Mission. Uh, so that was a cool set. You know, uh, we can, uh, you guys want to do one more? Or you at? I mean, I'm just giving you the opportunity because you're my friends. And, and you know, I'm giving you, giving you as much bang for your buck as you can, I can get. What? Play, I know I got to know what key you're playing. I also got to put a mic on myself or something, you know. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know if we have an extra mic here to do it. I'll play if you want me to. I just try to do it on that. If you do something D or something, I'll, I mean, I could play along with it. Maybe Matt's mic. You know, it'll just be in the background. It'll be fine. I'm not really an egomaniac with this kind of thing. Starting a skiffle bang.
sure. Uh, I like to do one before, and there might be a, a, a rental tonight. So we'll see. I'm gonna set things up for me to do like about two or three, maybe a two song on the uh, piano, and I'm gonna do that. So uh, yo, but hey, the Black Nancys did an extended set in OT. They got they got the bang for their buck. I guess so. I don't know. But hey, you guys, it worked out a lot better than anybody could have hoped. Maybe the sound quality. I'm saying as far as like the balance on the on the mix, I think it's gonna be good. Everybody out there, you got any comments for the Black Nancys? Let me know. You can message me or. We'll get you some contacts for those guys at the uh, end of the show. Is there anything like oh, that? Oh, it was workout. You know, piano is like, it's like, uh, it's a, uh, more like swimming. Man, it's fine, bro. More compared to uh, all the rest. You know, so hey, it's got, they've got their, uh, they did a uh, bunch of songs in there. They, they can, uh, we can talk about that later. So we're going to roll all these other mics down here. Okay, cool. Let's see what we got there. I wish we had some representation. Hopefully all those, uh, those podcasts will come out good. A little bit of an extendo jam. Courtesy of the of the, uh, the Red Kellys and uh, the Red Kelly, Nancy, and uh, Green Tognetti. He's because he's green, like the color. But oh, there's there's a song for you. If you don't know this song, you're not American.
Now you're messing with us. Now you're messing with us, son of a bitch. Now you're messing with us. Now you're messing with us. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Now you're messing with us. Now you're messing with Roxy Roller on the Roxy Roller Radio Show. We want to do station identification. This is Mutiny Radio, home of the Whopper, down here in the Deep Mission. And uh, we're just going to do a closeout here. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to do a couple songs on piano for you people out there. I've been meaning to do it. And this is another lit day of live music, which, you know, Mutiny Radio is a, a beautiful place with a long history of live music here happening. Uh, they used to have a cafe here, too. You know, it was like you can get a beer and a vegan donut. That was cool. It was called uh, Pirate Cat Radio for anybody who has, did not, does not know the history of the station. And you can go back. And that was on the dial. And then some, there was a shift in uh, whoever was running the place, and they became Mutiny Radio. And uh, the rest is history. So we used to have okay, you know, some things here. Maybe we'll be able to. I thought there would have been a chance for a death metal vegan brunch again. But, you know, like it feels like after that last show. Oh, my God. What a train wreck that was. And it takes everybody two to tango, three to tango, four to tango. We're all responsible in a group situation, you know. I, I tell you, you know, when it's, when it's my band, you know, sometimes we have a train wreck show. Like, like Pleasure Parade, almost every show we fucking delivered. At least I, I know I put the band on my back a few times. And uh, it worked out, you know. Hey, can you, can you shut this? If you guys are going to talk off the air, can you shut these windows for me, please? Thanks. Or at least, you know, because it's like it's, I can hear it all. I found like we are having like a, uh, you bangy something, something happened. So, you know, it was, uh, oh, God, now you made me lose my train of thought. Hey, Mac, can you shut this window for me if you don't mind? If you just, like, roll that shut? Thanks. You're welcome to come in and talk. We're here. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Pleasure parade. Oh, I don't know. We did one show. It was over at a Hotel Utah, and it was an absolute train wreck disaster. It was terrible from end to end. Steve was really pissed I didn't show up till like, right before the show. I, did, I got in there. I skated in. And it was this audience that was there. It was actually the place was packed, and it was, like, a different kind of crew. We, we had to show. You guys, I can't. I'm hearing other. Can you please let me talk? If you want to shut the door, it's fine. If you guys don't want to be on the show. Nancy, you're welcome to be on the show if you like. But we're at Hotel Utah, you know, a story to, uh, place. You can move that. Yeah, now we can actually hear it. But, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the movie and whatnot. But uh, so I'm trying to tell a story about, you know, some shows are train wrecks. When it's your own show and it's your own band and you say, oh, my God, there's a little bit of that Aerosmith. Yeah, can you put that back to Kelly if you don't mind? I'm sorry, brother. There you go. Or you can just jump on the air. It should be working. Uh, I'm trying to talk about train wreck shows or at least being a master of your own destiny. Because, like, when it's your own band, if you have a show that's just, like, doesn't work, the great... The greatest bands of all time have had those shows like, for example, Guns N' Roses. They had these shows that were like the original Aerosmith when they were the Toxic Twins. You know what I mean? They were just like, these people like, they sucked. God, they were horrible. I remember I saw one show which was interesting, probably for different reasons, with the Smashing Pumpkins. And the first show was an absolute, you could tell the chemistry was not working. There was two shows at the Warfield. I was worked there as an usher. Got to be like front row, the one row up. Pretty, pretty much the best seats in the house. I got to see some of the greatest bands uh, in, in those times between like maybe, well, let's just say it was a long time ago. And uh, what was this? So they sucked the first show. And I was like, what's up? There was so much expectation around them, so much hype. Then the next show that came out, he goes, and anyway, it was here last night, and they just fucking destroyed. And I thought that was one of the dynamics that made a great band, that sometimes it's human. Like, it's like the alchemy's there. There's fucking muses that are there or not, or spirits that are out there against you for you that sort of some collide. And also, you know, at a stadium, you got, you're playing to 15,000 people sometimes. 
Warfield was about two to three thousand, and it was a great experience. I got to see Joe Cocker, got to like like make out with some married woman after like as an usher. She just wanted to make out. We went over to the Paradise Lounge, made out with some more. She gave me her number. I was always afraid her husband was going to kill me, so I just I'm not going to pursue this. But it was hot. It was funky hot. Oh yeah, speaking of girls that I made out with at concerts, I told you guys about the extreme story that I worked extreme, you know, and, and you know, Nuno and Pettencourt was one of the hottest dudes ever, their guitarist, right? I would totally do them. But like, but, but more to the point, this girl was having a fantasy being at the show. What she did, she made out with me until the band was over. It was like, she was like, all of a sudden she was like, ah, oh, and as soon as it was over, it was like, okay, I gotta go. And her friends were there, and, it was like, and I was like, Glad to be upset. I feel like I felt like a jizz rag, kind of like, you know, this girl comfort humping my leg and, you know, just kind of going <sighs> and making out. I was like, cool, I got a girlfriend, but I'm going to do this. Uh, anyway, uh, you, did you ever go to the Warfield back in the day? Since we're talking with Nate, you got to put one of those mics on your mouth. I've been on the war. I went to the Warfield. To like, when was the first time you went? I went to see Jack White with the Dead Weathers. Oh, so that was like when Dead last, Weathers, yeah. yeah you, when did you move here, by the way? I you moved didn't, you, here. A long time ago, right? Yeah, I moved here in the early 90s. Is that true? Yeah. So you've been here all that time? Yeah. That's weird. I know. So but I like really you've seen the whole change. No, so I'm serious though. Yeah. As far as the economics shifts, yeah. you saw the dot com, the first dot com boom, yeah. rise and fall. Yeah. And you're like, people were like, I came back here visiting from New York one time, and I was like, everybody was like, God, it's changed so much, right? That you don't know. And we're like, whatever. We just, I was still walking around in platform shoes and dyed hair, and it's kind of that, like I was still being funky, and I didn't feel like this city was unfunky. It's always been Matt. Just if you're on, okay, you're off camera. You're a distraction. I'm asking you one more time to stop doing that. You want to come in and talk? It's fine. Simple request. Am I speaking English? I know he's a child. Hey, anybody got a want to piss in my mouth? Uh, no. Uh, hey, you know I'm getting thirsty and I, I there's no other liquid in sight. You, are you gonna drink somebody's piss or just uh, d uh, just uh, stuff? What are you gonna do? It's Miller time. Oh yeah. So the Kelly Gordon went a dream date with the Dreamboat. Dream, uh, he's dreamy, isn't he? Yeah. Totally. And like totes. You know, people say totes instead of totally lately. They go totes. <laughs> totally. So like say so like if you want to get your your uh, mouth on his love. <laughs> What we want to say is, what was he drinking? Dr. Pepper or 7-Up? And we're going to give you a third choice. Neither. So you have that third choice. If you want to, you so choose it, you can say neither, and maybe you're right. Did you put we, a picture of him up so people no, know? people want to see what a hunk. Yeah, hunk. Yeah, gorgeous hunk. Of 16 magazines writing into that. He's like, you guys suck dick. I said, so? Right? We say so, right, Nancy? We don't care. We were happy to suck dick, right? We, we do. We love it. Yeah, we love it. Wouldn't you, I mean, would you rather suck dick or a sour pickle? You know, as long as it's organic. As long, thank you. She's, <laughs> I, she's got a great voice and, and humor for radio. We're going to make you a star, baby. Uh, no, Matt's like, I'm going to go Spengali, you know, his Matt Spengali thing. I'm just going, oh, yeah, here we go. We cast Nez in the star. And this new movie called A Star is Born. We could cast him as a Chris Christopherson role. Matt, you know, because he looks a little like him. He's got that, watch closely now. You remember that movie? There's a movie called Stars Born with, with Barbara Streisand. So you play in that role, right? Pretty yeah, good I with the frizzy hair, the hair. Right? She was in a band called The Oreos because she was white with two black chicks. It was like still... Nice. They were called the Oreos. They were back. They were, you should go in the studio and they're like, somebody sees them, they're doing like commercials. She's a vocals. And all of a sudden, like, she falls in love, somehow gets with Christian Stoppers, who's the reckless rock star of that time. Like, he drives motorcycles into like pools. Remember that shit? Like, Keith, remember Keith Moon drove, drove a car into a pool? Do you guys don't know this movie, Stars Born? Yeah, and the main event. Too. Love is so. Fun. And the main event. <laughs> that was that was ridiculous. Remember? Hey, anybody remember Star Saturday Night Live too? Yes. That was that weird, was really right? Because he was like, he was so fucking was buff. Like you know, you're like, that guy was definitely gay at that point. Because, I mean, you know, like, you just don't look that good when being straight. Straight guys ain't that sexy. Let's face it, Travolta, there's been a couple rumors. Yeah. I've heard, you know, if you're a Scientologist and also you're, uh, oh, did I say Illuminati? 
<laughs> Illuminati police, hey dudes. Hang on. You know, I'm trying to say like, is there, okay, let's leave that one out. You're not even supposed to talk about it. I think they might be right. All I'm saying is, the Illuminati makes their presence known. They, everybody knows who they are. Do you believe in the Illuminati or you think that's a myth? No, I believe in it. Okay, cool. Hey, anybody ever been to LA, California? We got any LA, oh, we got Kelly Gordon in the house. Again, we're bringing back the dream boat. Kelly Gordon for the win the dream date with this, with this fucking uh, USDA choice. Beef, right? Hey, we got, we, we know we're, Everybody knows you got caught with the meat in your mouth. Uh, you know that song by fucking Dead Boys, right? You know, Matt knows that. Meat in your mouth. Okay, forget it. Next question. Uh, you know, anybody remember the show Grizzly Adams when you were a kid? You remember that? That was cool. Dan Haggerty was out there on the plains. He had this other old coot who'd be like, I'm old coot. You know, he's the guy with the fucking pool. He had just like this poncho. Okay, what were we talking about? We were talking about train wreck shows. You guys are, this was your first show, so to speak, right? How do you feel? Do you feel like that I popped your show? It was like, I was, I was, I, I, you know, I was tender. It was, it was, I, I made you guys feel delicious and also sound delicious. We got the, uh, the, Handsome, the talented Kelly Gordon, who you can win a dream date with to any restaurant of your choice that costs under ten dollars. <laughs> uh, right? Isn't that true? He's like, if you want pizza? I'm, I'm there for you. Right? Like Burger King, dude. Burger King. We're okay. going. The home go. of the Whoppers, no, no. right here, though. What about There's the no cafe? Whoppers. Maybe you want to. Hey, no, I want to get back to Grizzly Adams. Hey, dude, you're talking way too loud. Let me. You know, Mike's like so hot. No. Let me get you. Let me get you in a reasonable. Dude, no, keep talking. Grizzly Adams rocks. Yeah. yeah. I, oh that was really Basie. So, so that show, right? Count Basie was cool, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That show, I never saw it. It's, but it's part of a like, it's like a slang. Show. You look like Grizzly Adams when you have a beard, right? That's true. So I watched that show like a few months ago. I'd never seen it. Well, that fucking. They show, have it on YouTube. You can watch it anytime. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna go on YouTube. It just was on late. At too low. Too much work to just punch up Grizzly Adams and watch it for five minutes. But I mean, but I wasn't that into. You're you a busy know. man, right? These it's days, just, you know, I, I man like, into man. I like the randomness of, of TV at late at night, right? I think you would be a great tele, telemarketer, by the way. I just want you to know you have a. You too, have man. A, I agree with you too. Dude, you could, no, you. You would. You could. No, I can Brooklyn. see you selling the Brooklyn Bridge to the fucking Pope. Okay. Like, I'm telling you, you really need this bridge because you know, like, without this bridge, why couldn't I be like another kind of salesman, like a like. How about, a, how about a soul salesman? How about a This is soul business, hey, Ross, baby. Let me, let me finish my story, dude. I'm trying to hear it, but you saw the Adams. So, okay, I so was already, in, I was already like, I was Ross. like, I was like throwing a hail mary already. You know, I was like, he's in nature, <laughs> right? The best part of that show I thought was weird was he's in <sighs> nature. So you think he's by himself with his animals and shit? Right, with the bear. There's a whole community out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Absolutely, there was. Where he's walking around and he, hey, what up, Bob? Or well, well, what about Kung Fu? David Carradine, he was strolling around. Well, he's like going how, to towns and shit. But he's going to Western Town to what? Wild West, what? Bruce Lee created uh, that show, you know that? Tom Cruise, you know Tom Cruise? Oh, you want a mic up? I'll get your mic up there. Which one? It's not, it's not plugged in. Bruce okay, Lee. so uh, Bruce Lee. Oh, you know Bruce Lee? They say that somebody killed him. You know no. about you know about the Bruce? There yeah. is like a lot of controversy around when he died. Chuck Norris uh, said it straight. He he knew how Bruce Lee died. Dude, I, I actually seen documentaries on like the last twenty four hours of his life or last. Like, I watched those too. Cause you're gay. No, because they're fucking good, dude. <laughs> River Phoenix, man, whatever, to the last 24 hours. I get. It's being, but like, when I say it coming from me, you know that's a compliment. Yes. Because, yes. you know, because if you're gay, that means that you're not afraid of what other people think. Uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. So if you're gay, like, you can be gay. That's all I'm saying. That's not yeah, saying see, I, I'm against gays or for gays. I didn't I'm, have I'm a pro gay. I'm pro gay. I got to be honest. Is that there's anything wrong with that. Well, you know, Lemmy kind of said that in his book, White Line Fever. You know, he kind of, he put up that, like, you know, Robbo from uh, Thin Lizzy. You know, he liked to cross-dress. A lot of these guys in, like, Thin Lizzy that have been in Motorhead are like these wear girls' clothes for whatever reason. 
A, um, the Brit- you know, the British are kind of like, they're like that a little bit. They, they were, they've, they were kind of trannies before trannies were trannies, you know. Dude, a lot of cultures, you know, uh, temporal chauvinism, you ever heard that? Oh, one? God, come on. What? So you judge the standards of today, or the past, by the standards yeah, of I'm today. I've got to go back to my, mo- my, my, my nightmare shows. Do you mind? Cause Wait, Grizzly, nightmare shows? I tell you, well, here's the thing. I want to tell you, I'll finish with Grizzly Adams, because you were on that. Yeah, Just yeah, to be top continuity. Yeah, yeah. That was a show that I spent with my grandmother every Sunday night and would watch it. And, she, you know, we, we were kind of like, because it was nature. And I was really like more of a, I wanted, I was connected with animals and nature more than civilization or even, or, even, or even science fiction. So that made me more of a hippie in those times. And when I see a woman even with like her body shaved, I thought it was gross. I was like, I wanted to have natural hair. That's what I thought was cool. And I was very, I was a naturalist. Mo, mo, you know, I ate organic food. <clears throat> And I just ate organic pussy, and it was delicious. And all the variety I had back in the day, it was like Baskin Robbins, dude. I was just like, I was just like a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know. When like some other, when some, when your girlfriend licks uh, some other girl's fucking fad juice off your fucking dick, then you know you fucking play, you know. Holla. Yeah, you know, I was, I, was, I was cheating. So I, so I had this girl. She came in and said, I said, okay, I'm going to go see Leslie. Went to fuck, fuck the shit out of her. Ate her pussy, then fuck the shit out of it. Then I go back to my house. And I, all of a sudden, I get in bed. And my girlfriend starts tugging on my dick. You know, like, I was like, oh, great. And then she starts sucking my dick. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm, to- I'm totally busted. Fuck my life. No, I'm busted because she's tasting some other girl's pussy on, her, on your dick, right? And she was, she was fucking... Well, you can say fuck my life. No, she was she no, was I, uh, she was throwing the pole. I gotta be honest. I like, said she was this. Just, she, she was one of the sexiest little honeys. You know, like, just like Gemini. Someone she accused body, me of cheating, you know I mean? and I said, "You want to smoke my dick right now?" Because right. I was, uh, you know, you're cheated. I'm like, "What the fuck are you fucking smoking?" I tried to finish the story. Smell my dick like that, and so, then they, oh, wow, what? What does that mean? I still feel bad about that moment. I gotta be honest. But then she, that she, like, when I was up, this, I'm gonna finish the story because, like, what happened was then I went up to my grandmother was gonna about to die. My grandmother was dying. My, my, basically, the woman who basically raised me as much as my mother. Like, I, I, I love that woman. She's a saint to me. She died in that time. They say she's like on the last legs. So I fly up to see her, and she's fucking the dude who lived downstairs, Gene, who was like a stud. Like, just like, just smoking body, you know, like long hair. You know, you can see why she did it. But she actually, you know, I could see it. Like, I mean, he was, he was a beautiful man. But, Go granny. But, but it was like, and then my... My best friend lived also in the house downstairs. Her best man who was at my wedding. And I, I hooked him up with some pussy because I was fucking her best friend while she was still up in Hampshire. I mean, say it was just like everybody was fucking everybody back then. It was cool. You're a dirty dog, dude. No, I, I did it behind her back. So I had this thing that was kind of like, she, she mostly just jerked me off. She had these hands that, oh my God, like in 15 seconds. Everyone else just start tugging on it. You're like, I'm going to take a while. I'll, I'll start thinking about somebody else, right? But then like, but this girl was like, those hands were magic. It was like, she could mold it into a fucking, into a fucking jizzy cream load in like seconds, dude. Hey, Rodan, can you give me a hand job? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Okay, what I was trying to say was, so she got pregnant too and during this time. So that, that, this is like, you can't make up. So I'm left there seeing my grandmother die. And she, I got to the hospital. She was still alive that night. I flew in, was with my mother, drove to the hospital. She died right before I got there. So wow. I'm, I'm with my mother with her mo- with, when her mother had just passed away and having to share that experience with my mom. So I said, oh, she was just like, she tried to keep her alive for a year. She got bed sores. It was just, you know, it was really tragic. Like, she was like, I want to go. So I, I, I held her hand right when she her testing was put. I held her hand. This, don't be giving you the real rocks roller show here. And I looked into her eyes and we said goodbye. And I loved her more as much as I've loved anybody in my lifetime. You know, it was like this moment of, she got it. She, when she talked about my house, she goes, get out of here. She's like, these people, she's like, you should just fly. Run like the wind. She said, get away from your family. She lived with them. And towards the end of her life, she just shut herself in a room. And uh, she, she's a great woman. So I saw this. I seen her die. Like right, like that was that was a year before. So I, I said goodbye, but my mother couldn't let go of her mother until she got really sick. So they're like, oh, so this is like what my life is. And I go, okay, I seen my. So we buried her. T 
tears. You know, she's gone. I go fly home. My, my girlfriend's pregnant, but not by me. I was like, you can't make that shit up. So I said, okay, here we go. And I had no money. You know, it was kind of this thing. And it was kind of like, how are we going to pay for this abortion? I saw her on the thing, little piglet. She's pregnant, pregnant with some of the little dudes, but I had to go with her and, and get How the, much does a coat hanger cost? It cost 225 bucks back in the day for, for co- an abortion. So we went hanger? to a legal, no, we went to a legal place. No, I still love China a little bit. She was the hottest little fuck, though, I swear to God. So it was cool. Like, I loved her. I loved her. She's still cute. She's right there, but like, that's how long I know Barb, because this is like so many years ago. Right. And like, I had her, and then I had Barb. It was kind of like everybody, everybody was around the same uh, era. And uh, I still know Barb. That's the magic of our long-term relationship. That I know her when she's 16 years old, dude. Hey, I knew her when she was like, all of her dreams were in front of her. And we could look at each other now and say, we've lived a lot of our dreams. And like that someday we're going to have to say goodbye to each other at some point. So it's like... No, die at the same time like the notebook, dude. Nah, she's going to outlive me for sure. That's what I want to say. One of the saddest things that would ever happen is if I... Hey, real her. quick though, dude, not what? to top your story. Okay, so no, I just empathy. went there. I empathy. went deep. I no, went deep. Hey, I went dude, deep. Empathy? Was, so this is empathy right here. This is not topping your story. I have almost the same fucking story of my grandma same I uh, dude uh, Nancy here's the story she helped raise me she was there she was dude, a classier thing to dude, my that, mother's fuck up same thing dude I can't but that's crazy and um so I went I had to start school for a week so I had to drive up to San Jose she was in Santa Maria and she waited almost like she waited for me to come back before she went they do that they and do it that. says in the hospice thing you have to give them permission to go and all night I heard the death rattle and, uh, you know and none of the, my relatives have been in hospice they seem to just die well they were at home oh really like so, like yeah, my my like my grandfather waited till my little brother was born. Like it was like within the days, he saw my little brother and he had a heart attack like three days later or Jesus. something. Like it was like one of those things where he had to meet his grandson, and it was cool. He was like this guy. We all have a great image of my 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 father's father because he was like a taxi driver, a little more salt to the earth. There during my what? I have no idea what he's saying, but it's, I'm sure it's very important. So we're talking about some of that heavy shit to com- complete on the, the nightmare shows, though. And you have, have you, like, I don't know how many shows you play, but for me, it's like every once in a while, because who, I'm who I am. I'm chaos. So these shows just like you watch them just evolve into this total fucking cacophony shit show. Everything falls apart. And I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of rock and roll. Lance, I was in meat hooking the vital organs and I was kind of like, we'd all show up with the best intentions and he'd end up just wrestling three guys in the audience and uh, the girls would have their titties out and it was just this mayhem, which was good mayhem. But this was like the other night, just things fall apart. And, uh, you know, I, I, when it's your own band, it's cool. I just finishing up, it's kind of coming full circle with where I started before I play another song is, uh, you know, sometimes you just, the chaos ensues and you just, just dust yourself off. You say, whatever it happened. We all have bad days. Some things are unforgivable. Some things is how much you were willing to take. Like somebody wants to talk about personal shit on stage or put each other down or challenge your, your, like, just make a lot of, uh, divisive kind of things happen. Be insincere. When you're insincere with your bandmates, you end up just losing all the way around because you think you can find other people. They're like your family, dude. Is there it could have been. We tried it for earlier, and you put, you know, we put two uh, strong personalities in a room who both go out there. And you know, you guys, you and Matt might be a little bit more like a, a flatline as we're, opposed to like we, two guys, we're like, cohesive. Two guys like me and Danny who are like just like wild cards. You know, you put two of us together, and I'm not going to talk about because that's not the nightmare yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That's not the only nightmare show. Uh, the one that a great nightmare show I did was with. Oh, uh, we're going to go there. Okay, so I did the show. It was going to be last show with my one drummer and a new show with the next drummer 
I had a girlfriend who was a best place at Cocor, but she like her daddy fucked her. All this crazy stuff was going on, you know. So I was like, it was great, but she's fucking hot, you know, smoking hot, like like, like just something you would just. Not that many, in the, in the, maybe the, the bevy of sluts you fucked, but you, that one, you know, that's the fine body, totally sexed up. Weird, because she got molested by her dad, but she said she did it because he was, she was massaging his legs or something because he, he needed circulation. And it's funny to hear these stories, then you just feel weird fucking him, you know, after that. I, I would. She said, Roxy, I'm fixing to, because she said, <laughs> I'm getting all creamy, I'm fixing to come. I was, I was like, I'm going to stop fucking when she said, fixing to come. That was mm -hmm. I was in the south. From the south, yeah. Yeah, I'm fixing to come. My daddy, my daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that shit. So where was I? So then, so they're doing this. So the other uh, girlfriend steal. I had a set list. I used to do a really long uh, guest list. I want everybody to show up. Should the, the the wife of the ex the, the drummer basically starts this shit fit. Goes, this is why he's quitting the band, doing this. Tears up my fucking guest list, right? Mm. You can smoke a little weed. I'm gonna finish this one quick here. No, smoke some weed. No, it is. But here's the here's how it ended. So we're doing the show. The first drummer is going to play, but he's drunk as shit. We played pretty good. It wasn't terrible. The next drummer did that. It wasn't the music that was also bad. But then this girl who I had a long-term relationship with, or not a long-distance relationship, shows up, flies in for my show without telling me. So I've got this hottie, this just smoking hot girl who basically had already abandoned me at a club a couple of nights because she went with somebody like Coke and I was left outside the club like with her jacket not wanting to be the like abandoner. I was like, she's going to show up for a minute, isn't she? <laughs> I wasn't really that sad. I just felt like an asshole. You know, like everybody plays the fool sometime, right? Everybody plays the fool. Everybody plays the fool. Remember that song? Yeah. Sometime. You remember that? Hey, I'm going to play some piano in a minute. So that story, I'm going to finish the story anyway. I got a picture. So this guy, the roadie ends up getting to fuck my, my, my hot fucking girlfriend in the butt Aww. that night she's like I'm just gonna give up the booty and all this shit and so she starts like That's trying to she's like so I had two girls like one at a time but the girl flew the distance and it was a quality woman and I'm not gonna name names but I still am friends with her and it's funny because like sometimes you have a girlfriend and they come and go other times you have a girlfriend and they stay with you the whole life even after you break up so it's one of those things that it's uh I'm gonna play a song now. Uh, you guys have gotten like a whole lot of Roxy Roller today, and I, you know, if, if I give of myself, then I've gave of the love in my heart, and it was genuine and real. So you know, it's like you can talk about all the bullshit. You know, these guys—they're abandoning me now. Then I'm gonna do a piano set. They're out of here. That's fine. Hey, leave. I'm fine with it. I'm gonna play a song by somebody. Uh, how about Neil Young? He was cool, right? It feels like one of those things to just play the song today. It feels right. Well, I dreamed I saw the knights in armor come and saying something about a queen. There were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the sun that was floating on the breeze. sky 
How could I do that to Neil? He's a hobosexual. Yeah. Um, that's, good enough. that's enough of that sentimental shit, right? I don't know. We're going to get even... Uh, Kelly thinks I'm sentimental. I think I see it as moody. I'm a brooding, moody kind of guy sometimes. I don't feel bad about it. Um, let's see what happens. We've got to play some uh, Molly Hatchet. Don't you guys feel that? It's like a Molly Hatchet vibe right now. So, you know, because like rock and roll radio ain't dead. It's, uh, it's all the people who know with good rock. And hopefully some of the younger uh, cats around there will just dig up the old vinyl, the old songs that going forward in the next hundred years and always be able to say, you know, like rock and roll has a place in people's hearts and minds. Uh, the sounds of uh, Chuck Berry saying, Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline. That's more, a little more countrified, to be honest. That's almost like country rock. Doing those things you do, so I used to do. You've been sucking dick all over town. Oh, God, what did I have to say? You know, like, I think he says that something about, like, slapping butts or, like, uh, giving fucking 15 guys rim jobs. I don't know what. But she's died of Maybelline. What's up with that? Is there really somebody named Maybelline? If you're out there, I'm sorry. I'm not dissing on you. Because, you know. Hey, anybody ever see Last Exit to Brooklyn? That was a crazy movie. Oh, my God. That was like in the end, like they all do this game. Oh, shit. I don't want to talk about none of that. It's just bad. Bad people doing bad things. We'll do some New York Dolls. What do you think to lead into that? That's always cool, right? Oh. V. New York Dolls looking for a kiss.
mama looking for a kiss Well, won't you tell me why most kids are moving so slow Is it that they just don't have a place to go When the day starts breaking, the sun is gonna shine It's hard to sleep Looking for a kiss When everyone's going to your house They'll shoot up in your room Most of them are beautiful But so obsessed with gloom I ain't gonna be here When they all get home They're always looking at me They won't leave me alone I didn't come here Looking for no fix I, I, I know I've been hounding on streets All night long Just looking for a kiss Looking for a kiss. Uh, hell yeah, the New York when Dolls. If you don't like that, we can't be friends. That's all there is to it. That one goes out to Amy Meyer, uh, old, old friend, and the Vultures of Weight crew. Looking for a kiss. She's up in heaven looking for a kiss, hopefully. Uh, like we all are. I guess. I'm not, I don't go looking for kisses. Kisses find me. My name is Roxy Roller, and uh, I'm going to try to like do a, I'm going to play a couple songs before we do a close out here. What do you think? Nine Inch Nails is a good kind of like roll into that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, we in uh, Vultures Await, uh, Bass Man. We, we, what? Oh, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this song. Okay, so just deal with it. We did this cover in uh, Luca Brasi with Matt Tognetti. Who knew when he was our drummer? When we were bandmates. I don't know. Who cares? Hey, this is called Closer. So you hopefully, we'll, let's see if it's working. Is that working right now? It's on? Okay. Yeah, no. Help me. I've got no soul to sell 
channels are we? Oh, that was cool. That was nice that you, uh, everybody got to hear that conversation because that was on the air. That was kind of cool, right? I like that. The deep mission. Everybody wanted your pupusas. They got the delicious pupusas. Why is that thing? Oh, yeah. You make me violate you. You make me desecrate you. You made me complicate you. You make me penetrate you. Hell me, I'm fucked up on the inside. Hell me, I got no soul to sell. The only thing that works for me. Help me get away from myself. Wanna fuck you like an animal. I wanna feel you from the inside. I wanna fuck you like an animal. My whole existence is flawed. Oh, isn't that cool? Oh, look at this little fade out. We're gonna do one more song. I'm gonna try to hopefully get this thing up. Let's let's see where it goes.
Stay alive. 
away everything and make everybody feel high. But if you know what life is worth, you will look for yours on earth. And now will you see the light? You stand up for your rights. Yeah. Get up, stand up, jump, jump. Stand up for your rights.
in these political times. It's difficult. I don't want to be political. I hate being political. I know none of us want to be political here. I want to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. I don't want to be political. I'm not into it. Uh, but all language is political, as we know. Uh, and I don't know what to call myself anymore, right? Because I'm a person. I'm a feet male. I'm a huge man. We're all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I call myself the only thing I can, and that's a feminist, because it's the only word without the word men in it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spelling joke for you guys, yeah. Knock, knock. Feminism. I get my own fucking door, thank you. It's like the precept of feminism. It's kind of like how we start. I, I, God, I don't want to be a feminist, but I have to be because, you know, we're in this age of grabbing of the pussies and all of these wonderful things. Uh, and, you know, I really, I just want to call him 45 because I don't want to give him a name because I feel like that's just too much PR and he already gets enough, right? But who I'm really bummed about is losing Michelle Obama, right? Yeah. Did we love Michelle? I love Michelle. Michelle. I love Michelle. I wish Michelle would run. Michelle's so cool. She raps in the car. She talks to people. She doesn't like fat kids. I'm all down with her. I'm like, Michelle, she was so good, right? Like, she was first lady, and she's like, diabetes, childhood diabetes is bad. That didn't exist until, like, 1989. We're ruining everything. Oh, diabetes, work out. It's so great. And I'm like, oh, what's Melania's new first lady thing going to be, right? And um, she's a plagiarist, so she picked right off of Michelle Obama. And she also hates fat kids. Um, but I think that she's going to do her first lady thing in a different way. I think that she's really going to sponsor bulimia. Oh, yeah. 
Well, no, because she knows that no one listens to women unless they're skinny and pretty, right? <laughs> so she's like trying to help the kids. It's good. Uh, and I feel like it's really great for consumerism because you eat t- four times the food that you would normally eat. So that's really great for the economy. And uh, I really think that where she's going to make her mark as, as an environmentalist, because she's going to teach the kids to vomit into the composting. So that's going to be so awesome because we're going to like grow 